Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile. And I am recording this message on my phone. I'm literally on my Mint phone. Why? Because fancy recording studios cost money. And if we spent money on things like that, we couldn't offer you screaming deals. Like if you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of your plans, even unlimited. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. You guys have heard me talk about this over and over again, but I want to focus on a piece that I think is necessary for us to look at within the scripture. Now, I've talked to you guys about this before, but I feel that I want to go in a little more, but it tells us in Colossians 1.13, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So we know those that are following me that we are a part of the different kingdoms. I've thought about that. Um, I did a study um, on each kingdom, king of the kingdoms, and all of those type of stuff, the principles within the kingdom, and, and that type of behavior. But I want to speak to this particular uh, truth that we are in the world, not the world. And what does that truly mean to a Christian, a born-again Christian, spirit-filled, tongue-talking Christian? So, we are uh, delivered from, we are born into the kingdom of darkness, as you know, and Jesus explained to Nicodemus that you have to be born into both kingdoms, you must be born again. And so, when you become born again, you now are identified within the kingdom of God. I'm going to give you guys a lot of scriptures for you guys to go read for yourself so that you can see what I'm trying to bring out, the truth that I'm trying to bring out here. So, we know that the Bible tells us that we are longer of the kingdom of uh, of the darkness. I, I read that to you. There are other scriptures that speak this particular issue, and we're going to go over some of them. Uh, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, it says, um, uh, verses 2, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Know that uh, uh, this is true for a believer. We are not of this world, but we are in it. And so it's telling we're being admonished not to be conformed to this world. Anyone that is have made a decision to um, be, you know, stay within the citizenry of uh, the, in the kingdom of of, um, of darkness, the Bible tells us that they are enemies of God. And uh, if you are enemy of God, then uh, you're against. God. So, uh, if you have made that decision, and that is laid out in the Bible, you can see those in James chapter 4, especially, it talks about that, uh, where you can see what um, 
Uh, it talks, it says, you adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. So it is a choice that you choose. That's why I, I resent the fact when people begin to blame God on their choice. Make your choice. He's given you the opportunity whereby you can do that. He says that uh, um, I send Jesus, my son. They came up with a plan of redemption. And even that, we we be angry with him. How could you do that? How could we be born again? It, it's not for us to argue. He came up with it. We made the mistake. Came up with the plan. It, and he instituted it. And the world's religion will always be contrary to what God has put in plan. So it tells us that it is a choice which kingdom you want to be in. So First um, John also, First John 2, 15 through 17 is a good scripture to read about that. Ephesians 2, 2 is another scripture to read about that. So it tells us that you and I are called to be different. I read you Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through another good scripture, 2 Timothy 2, 15, Colossians 3, 16, Philippians 4, 8, and uh, uh, 2. And these are scriptures that will deal about we are called to be different world and to be not of it. Uh, it tells us that Satan is the god of this world and we see that in the book of John. All, all over the scripture we see it in, in also in First John talks about it. Uh, um, he is the prince of this world, or the God of this world. First John 5, 19 and 20, we know that we are from God and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. We know that the Son of God has come, has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true and who are in him who is true. And in his son Jesus is the true God and eternal life. So we know that Jesus Christ has come and uh, he showed us that Lucifer is the God of this earth and he tells us that also. Look in um, John 16, uh, 4 uh, tells you that as well and John 12, 31 tells you that as well. Dumping all these scriptures to you so that you can go and look for yourself because it's so much within this study that um, don't have the time to read about all of them. Uh, the Bible tells us if you, as I mentioned to you, that we are in the world, but you're not of this world. And I'm going with some place with that, so you'll know. Uh, Philippians 3.20 tells us so that we are not of this world um, and how to behave. Romans 8.14, John 12.46, uh, John 15.19, John 18.36, First John 2.15, uh, John 15.19, John 8.22.24. And I'm going to read one to you, um, uh, First John 4, 5 also mentioned is about us not in this world and how we are different. So if we are then and we know uh, that uh, we are in a different kingdom and we know that our supply, our system is then from that of the system of the world. And so we're going to take a look at some of the systems that are within the world and how does God um, manage within those systems. We're going to look at the family system, which is here on the earth. We're just going to pick a few of them. We know that there's an educational system. We know that there's a professional uh, system or work system whereby uh, corporations and uh, work works in there. We know about the financial system. We're going to look at that. We know about the 
uh, judicial system. We're going to look at uh, compare them about the food chain, the supply system within the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness, because all of these systems has to be in place, but that there's a healthcare system within that uh, of um, uh, both the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. So we're going to look at some of those things, those systems, and see how we are to respond to the system that is in the world. And as you and I look on our TV, uh, we are seeing the judgment of the systems of the world being judged. We know that the supply system has been judged for a while. We know that the financial system, we're looking at it being judged also. We know that the judicial system is absolutely atrocious when you look at it. We know that the family system, if you see what's going on within the world right now, that system is absolutely eroded. We know that the um, educational system is also eroded in how they perform. So we're looking at all of these systems, we're looking at the, the corporations uh, go muck and uh, the financial system we see also. So we're looking at the judgment and uh, the movement of the systems of the world because we are able to see it. But you and I are called to uh, a different system, to look at a different system to provide all of those things that I have mentioned to you. The Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit, I did a study on the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit would come in the Old Testament and, and would rest upon men and women and made them uh, split in certain areas of the educational system and the professional system. He would give them knowledge about art, about um uh, all of the different things, music, uh, uh, as far as uh, instruction, making things. If you read the book of the Testament, you'll see that the Holy Spirit came. I was teaching with all kinds of blessings with big people and do those things. So he can still do the same because it's the same God that is yesterday and today. So he never changes. So if the Holy Spirit can do that, I sure can do it now when he resides within you being born again. So we know that the family in the world is corrupt because we see it. And the Bible tells us that you and I are now in, they're called the sons of God, the children of God, as I mentioned to you earlier. And we know that children of God that our we are called to look at a different system. First of all, we are called to walk in this system of God. The principle by which is governed universally is that of um, faith in the kingdom of darkness governs that universally is the spirit of fear. And we saw that entered when Adam came in. We know that sin came in first. So it's the sin and the spirit of fear and death. All of them came in. So we know that they, those are the main laws that function and governs that kingdom. We see it and how we move and how that kingdom operates. Everything is their base. Black against white, white against um, every other color uh, because it is fair base. Everybody has done them wrong um, based on their color, uh, uh, based on whether their religion, based on if they're Jew, Muslim, everything this white race is against because they are driven by fear. And if they, but that's how they can behave and they will behave because they don't know any other way to behave because they are from the kingdom of 
darkness, the kingdom of fear. We have been translated into this kingdom of God. One of the things that he does is take away the spirit of fear out of us, for God has had us a spirit of fear, of love, power, and of a sound mind. So we have a different thing that governs us no longer by fear. We're not to be driven by it. We're not to be governed by it. We're not to be um, troubled by it because we see the scripture God always shows up and he says, they're not. Fear not, fear not. So we know that this, he has given to us this new spirit so that we ought to not end to the spirit of fear. So uh, we are called to be different. We're, number one, we're in the world, but not of this world. We know that Satan is the god of this world. Um, and it tells us that we are called to be different from this world. We ought to, we are called to re- re- rely on a different um, system, uh, different uh, uh, than what the world is governed by. Or that those that have chosen to live in the kingdom of darkness, because it is our decision, I read that to you, that um, uh, so you can't blame God for anything. And stop doing it because he has nothing to do with it and do because he's prepared a way for you he's given you men and women to show you it is your rebelliousness and because you are rebelling against him i mean pointing fingers telling him god is doing this god is not doing anything but you are and is it and and it's time for you to look at yourself in the mirror because he said god is not in the willing that any should perish that's why he's long suffering waiting for you to get up there. so we know that um our home the kingdom of god therefore we are a part of heaven uh, John 18, 36, Philippians 3, 20, 21, Colossians uh, 3, 2 also talks about us and our home, our kingdom status. And, uh, the Bible tells us in the book of Matthews that we ought not to lose this world and why it says that the rulers, um, uh, because we know who the rulers of this world are. And the Bible tells us that in the book of Ephesians, Chapter 16, uh, chapter 6, uh, verses 12, sorry, talks about for we wrestle not against uh, flesh and blood, and it tells us about all of those things. So, Matthew 16, uh, 26 is a good one, 24 is a good one about your choice in this world. It tells us now also, directs us in the scriptures that we ought not to be yoked to any of those believers that are in the kingdom of darkness because the Bible says they are enemies with God. Second Corinthians 6, 14 tells us that Matthew 7 16 through 20 to tell us this also about us partnering with them in many different ways so it uh we are called to be imitators of Christ within the kingdom of God so we know that uh, this uh, 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 these systems that are being judged want to take a look at them so that you and I can see how we ought to behave within that kingdom and within their systems. As I mentioned to you briefly, we see that the uh, the family system with world is corroded, is destroyed. Um, it is, um, and I believe that uh, uh, all of this madness that is going on right now about uh, um, you know, uh, abortions and stuff like that, I believe it's a spiritual sin, not a, and it's just manifesting in the world. And the white evangelical church is um, trying to dismantle something in the world that they're committing within their, uh, their chambers and within their walls. I know that many of these men and women who claim to be Christians 
are most of those that are going to get these abortions because these men, uh, politicians as well, but of people that are out there that are, are professing Jesus Christ are having sex out of marriage and all the other things and whatever, and they are getting women pregnant, these girls pregnant, and a lot of them are in there. So they do this much to hide their sins, but the Bible tells us that um, uh, uh, they will be exposed. They try to prevent um, these women uh, aborting the children, and they're, con- if they're so concerned about the children when before they're born. Why aren't you concerned about them after they're born? To answer that question, you need to stop for a minute and think about it, because they really don't care. They are trying to um, achieve something within the, the realm of the Spirit, but it's not going to last. Until the Church stops committing spiritual abortion, it will not manifest. The Bible tells us so. So we're seeing that they are not able with it within the church, and so they're trying to deal with it outside of the church. So the education, the family system, as I mentioned, is being judged, and we know that. And we know that we are part of the kingdom of God, the children of God, the Bible tells us. And I read that to you earlier in the onset of the um, cast. The Bible tells us that the educational system, I want to walk with you through the systems that we enter in as an individual. First of all, we're, we start in the health system because we're born there, and then we are brought home into the family. But I'm going to start from the family and head back to the education, the healthcare system. So we're here in this um, family unit, and we see that it's crumbling. The Bible tells us how we ought to look, love one another, love your brothers as Christ has loved the church, and all of these things. The Bible in the family of the Bible tells us that the man is responsible to love his wife as Jesus Christ has loved his church, that he died for him. If that man is not loving that woman that way, how in the world would this woman follow this man unless the uh, um, uh, uh, this guy is corrupt? If you are living the way God tells you to live, you are loving this woman and putting your heart and your soul, your spirit into her and see the view of who she is within your life as a husband, that that woman then will have no problem loving you. And so we see that it tells the children to respect their, uh, give honor to their parents. And we see within the world system that they dishonor their parents. We know that the Bible tells us that they do, and we see that that's happening. And uh, the Bible tells us, as it's in the days of Noah, so shall it be. The signs of the days of Noah is that the family unit has been destroyed. The educational system, we see that the Bible also tells us, as I mentioned to you, the educational system that the Holy Spirit is there to anoint you and I within that system so that we can be superior in knowledge and even out things. It's up to us to go and ask the Holy Spirit to um, anoint us with those things and, and all of those. The Bible also tells us that study, study to show thyself approved, refers the kingdom of God and his righteousness. We know that our commission to seek Go and find, search, knock, and all of these different levels by which we are picking to get to know who there is, and that is all knowledge and studying. You know that the work system also, uh, Isaiah 55 talks about that, um, and we know that it's all over in the scriptures about working, that we ought to work. We ought to not be dulls. Scripture tells us that we ought to participate. But the Bible also tells us whatsoever we lay our hands upon in the book of Psalm shall prosper, that God will help us to become prosperous in that 
because he wants us to be able to uh, uh, first of all live and then from that space we would be able to give as the scripture tells us that we are able to give and spread the gospel also the financial system is going to be judged we know about this babylon there's scriptures all over man um you know in jeremiah 59 you know of job 1531 um jeremiah 51:6, lamentations 364 isaiah 59:18, isaiah 35 4 these are all scriptures that deals with the judgment of the financial system within the world. And the Bible tells us how we ought to behave in the uh, financial system while we're here. And the world tells us how in the book of Isaiah, it tells us in Isaiah um, 55, one tells us about coming and buy things without money. How can you do that? Um, unless you're walking by faith. So, because the scripture tells us we are here, um, but we are not governed by the limitation that is here. The Bible tells us that we ought to walk and not by sight. And so, if you and I are walking by faith and not by sight, we will know. Um, because, uh, again, as I mentioned to you, this is our directive that we were told in the kingdom of God that it is, um, we, faith, it's impossible to please God. But if you're in this kingdom of God, you have to uh, walk by principle with of God and the principle book of Hebrews that you got to believe that I am God and that I, I am a rewarder of those that diligently seek me. Um, in uh, uh, Isaiah 55, 1 to 3, it says, Come, you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. How can you buy and eat when you have no money? Come buy wine and milk and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and you will delight in the riches of air. Give air and come to me. Listen to what you may, uh, that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promise you David. So God has promised us this love that we ought to come within the system that is the world financial system. And you and I can come and buy. We could spend without uh, having money in our in our uh, bank account and all of these things. I've used this particular scripture and I always tell you guys that I find your statement and the Bible is full of it. You'll get out of your situation as a woman with your blood. If I touch his hem of or you can get it out of the word of God. As uh, Abraham, God brought word of God to uh, Abraham, changed his name from Abram, Abraham. Abraham means the father of many nations. So God uh, in his word will come and give you your statement of faith or you can get it out of your situation as a woman with your blood, just to name a few. So we see that within the system, the financial system that you and I are called to come and buy things without money. I have done that. Um, um, remember going through a time in my life where I needed a car and I went and prayed and uh, uh, went and I got my dealership, got my house this way. All of these different things because of, and because I understood that scripture promised to me and so I went out and um, I bought things without having money. Uh, the Bible tells us that the grace of God is able to give us all things. And so I've taught to you guys about what the grace of God is. It is the divine influence of heart and the benefit that brings to us. Uh, my book, uh, uh, Blueprint of Hate, talks about this. You see that Abe, uh, I'll give you an example in the, in the book of uh, with Exodus, when the children of Israel leaving, come to them and says to them, ask the Egyptians for their wealth. The Bible tells us 
Jesus had three graces upon them. But imagine this, a slave has been there for several hundred years, walking to their masters and asking them for their wealth. That is faith. They heard the word from uh, Moses, they heard the word, and they believed the word, and they did actions. They thought, Kurtz is dead. They went, they asked. The Bible says, great was upon them. Uh, favor, it says in the scripture, and they give them the wealth. That's why I say to you, as for by grace are you saved. Faith is a combination of God's grace and will save you in every situation. It is the process by which God has given to you and I. So um, the other system that I want to take a look at is the judicial system. The Bible tells us that we have a judicial system and that the enemy is familiar with our judicial system. If you look at the judicial system within the world, how corrupt it is within America and all the world, because America is the one that is sending out these judicial system. We see that um, within the democracy that has corruption. We see in every um, any system that is out um, communism. Um, every system that is out there is corrupt. When it comes to the justice part, but we know that it is a just God because the scripture says that we ought not to judge in the kingdom of God because if we judge God will judge us. So there the kingdom of this, that's all they do. They judge and we see it with the system. Their system is corrupt. Satan is familiar with our system and he does present self before God. I'm going to take out of uh, the book of Yasher and I'm also going to take story out of the book of Job. And so in the book of Yasher um, chapter 22 talks about uh, uh, Lucifer roaming back and forth. He comes and um, and now this is when uh, uh, about the story of, of um, uh, after Abraham got his, his promised son and so now here comes Lucifer within the system, the court system of God and of the court system in heaven. In church chapter 22 says uh, 54 and 55. And the Lord said to Satan, hast thou Thou consider my servant Abraham. Is this this is going to sound really familiar? We ask him this very same question about Job, and we are going to go take a look. It says, um, "Have you looked at my servant Abraham? Have you considered him? There is none like him on earth, an upright man before me, one that fears God and avoids evil." As I live, where I were I to say unto him, "Hang up Isaac thy son before me," would not withhold him from me. Much more if I told to bring up a burnt offering before me um, from this flock of his herd. He's not going to, you know, stop. And so, and Satan answered, Lord, uh, 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 answered the Lord and said, Speak thou now unto Abraham, that thou hast said, thou will see whether he will not, uh, whether or not he's going to transgress against your word. So again, against God's word. So he comes and he is presenting himself before the of heaven, because as I mentioned to you, kingdom has the same thing. And so um, let's take a look at Job. And so uh, uh, we'll take a look and see what it says in that in Job chapter 2. And again, it was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. Uh, the sons of God here are the angels, and Satan came also amongst them to present himself for the Lord. See, he is my God's servant still. And so it irks me when people think that this devil has any place in level with God the Father. He has none. He is coming before just like every other angel coming before God the Father. So stop insulting God with your madness. But anyway, here comes story. And there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves for God. And Satan came also amongst them to present himself. 
before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, I'm going to and fro in the earth from walking up and down it. He actually says the very same thing in the book of Yasha. So here we go in verse 3. And the Lord said, Satan, hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him? in the earth, a perfect right man, one that fears God, eschewed evil or hate evil, and still he upholdeth fast his integrity, though thou movest me against him, destroy him thy cause. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man has will he give for his life, but put forth hand now and touch his bones and his and he will curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, he's in your hand. Save his life. Satan can't touch you at all. You know, so, see, God says, Why did God do that? God knew the man's heart. And so, verse 7, he says, So Satan um, Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job sores and boils and sores on his feet and over his head. So he just, he went wild on this poor man. Uh, before he killed all his kids, he killed, he took away all his wealth, he did everything. And that's why he comes back and he says, skin for skin. And he uh, he went after the man himself. But first aspect of it, I believe Job called on himself because he said, the thing that I have feared has come upon me. And I believe he brought that into his life because the Bible tells you and I, we do not have fear fear, but if you focus on, on, on fear, you will uh, uh, call it and pull that energy into your life. Second uh, Corinthians 11.13 talks about the power of the... So, see that the system, this judicial system is here, and we know that Satan comes, the Bible calls him the exer of the brethren, and he is just coming to accuse you and I. So, our system does exist, and he operates, he goes in there. We know that we have a supply chain system because we are ambassadors, and being an ambassador, I've thought about that. Their supply chain is different um, than uh, uh, the country that they're in. They don't have to depend on anything from that country. They can depend on the country to provide all the stuff that they need. If they lack anything, an ambassador, all he or she has to do is send a memo to the their country attache, which is the angels, which is at our service. We send that, send them to go with our message and present it for God. So the scripture tells us that we also can do those as ambassadors. So we know that supply chain is judged, and we know that God tells us that our um, we ought to um, uh, behave different. It says Philippians four nineteen, for my God shall supply all of my needs. We know Matthew. Um, 626 uh, talks about look at the birds of the air um, that they do not sow nor reap or gather into barns and yet the heavenly father feeds them are you not worth much more than they that is uh, Matthew 623 we know 631 uh, to 33 uh, do not worry about them saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear in clothing the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things the other people in that kingdom of darkness that's what they seek for your heavenly Father knows that you have need of those things, but He says, "Seek ye first, put your focus on the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things, these other material things, will be added to you." And the kingdom of darkness, they can only focus on those things. They seek all these things. So, if they're seeking it, means that they're focusing on it. But I are called to focus on those things that are of kingdom of Deuteronomy two seven. Lord your God has blessed you in all that you have done. He has known your wanderings through the great wilderness. These 40 years, the Lord your God has been with you. You have not lacked 
anything. And God's promise is the same, that he will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. So you and I are called to look at this supply system differently. The other piece that I'm going to end up with uh, for this uh, uh, conversation, this study, is the helper system. But the Bible tells us that we are healed by Jesus Christ and what he did for us. And uh, um, Isaiah 55 talks about that, testified that, and we know the book of uh, Peter testified to that as well. And so he makes some statement in the scripture. He says in Deuteronomy 7:15, the Lord will keep you free from every disease. Now Psalms 91 talks about plagues not coming near us. Um, how can we do those things? How can we have an expert know a plague comes by us and to us and our family and our bodies and all of that thing? For without faith, it is impossible to please him. Um, for he, he who comes to God must believe that he is God and that he is a rewarder for those who diligently seek him. So you and I, um, uh, uh, second Corinthians one twenty says, for all the promises of God in Christ are yes and in him, in Christ is amen for the glory of God through us. So it's up to you and I to initiate our fate to bring all of those things to us. First um, Peter 2.24, who his own self bear our sins in his body, the tree, that we being dead sin should live unto righteousness, whose stripes he were healed back in uh, when they were beating him on his way to the cross. Uh, we know that um, those stripes were being a price for our healing, all of it. And so Bible tells us that, um, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not of his benefits. So these are some of, of the benefits that we receive as being uh, citizens within the kingdom of God so that we don't have to rely on the system that is being judged right now. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Who, number one, forgive all your iniquities. Number two, who heals all your diseases. Number three, who redeem their life destruction. Number four, who crowned you with loving kindness. And number five, tender mercies. So God has given us his blessings. He sent his word and heal and deliver them from their destructions. My son, is Proverbs 4.20, my son, attend to my words, incline your ears unto my sayings for them. Uh, let them not part from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them. They are health to all their flesh. So uh, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So we know that the spirit of the man that God has renewed comes with power. So we know that the Bible tells us that uh, ought to uh, come with this ingredient that is called faith. And that's how we access all of the blessings. Because I've read this to you and I read it every morning that I study with guys um, every Sunday because I do this for a purpose. Ephesians 1.3 Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. It is done. Jesus said it is finished. It is now you and I to begin to take our faith and to begin to execute execute judgment upon this earth. The Bible tells us that in Isaiah 66, 
where Jesus reads um, is in Isaiah, where Jesus reads about what he's, his job, about what he came here to do. And it tells us also that we, those uh, remainder verses about what you and I are supposed to do in the system of the world. So I wanted to bring that teaching to you guys. Just a quick overview about systems that are out there, the family, um, the educational system, professional or the work arena, financial system, um, the supply chain system, so, uh, financial we can buy without money. Um, God can and the professional, he can anoint us so that we can have an edge on everyone around us. Um, the educational system, he can do the very same within that system. The family system is same. So the husband treats the wife is the key. And the scripture tells us in Ephesians that if that combination, it says um, a lot of men use those uh, scriptures to dominate the woman, but you miss the key in the beginning. It says, submit thyself one to another. In God, you're submitting yourself one to another. In God, that means that you are absolutely naked before your woman in your in Everything that you're naked before her. And then the Bible says you are like before her in front of God, and God is within that unit. And it tells us that a three chord is not a easy to break. It's so family is destroyed because of the husband, not as a woman. And so until these fathers begin to take position, families will be destroyed. But these men out there that are claiming to be Christians, sleeping and, and cheating on their woman and uh, all of these different things, they're concerned about family. But it's the man who the Bible tells us that once he gets himself together and he loves his woman and the children will see that, it will be a that that family, and that family will be a light of this earth. Salt, Bible calls the educational system, the personal, the financial system. We see the judgment on that all over the Bible. Um, judicial system, we look at it. I didn't even need to go into it. You just look. I just wanted to bring to you the knowledge that we have one, and Satan presents himself in hours to accuse the, the body, and God is bragging. All God is doing is bragging about his people. And the enemy is there trying to, um, you know, cause harm and pain and all that stuff. The Bible tells us, God says, though you go through the water, um, he says, I'm, you're not gonna, gonna die. You're not gonna sink. He says, it rain on the just and the unjust. No. Um, for all things work together for good for those who love God, those who are called again um, to his purpose. And so I keep telling you guys, uh, this present suffering that we go through, the Bible tells us is nothing to the glory that we have. The Bible, God promises us, he says in Isaiah 43, 2, When you pass waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. You walk through the fire, shall not be burned, nor shall scorch you. wanted to bring all of this. I know there's a lot of healthcare system, as I mentioned to you. Uh, God is our healer. He said um, the, uh, that the Lord will be us free from every disease. Every disease, that's his word. Uh, that's not mine. And so you need to go and grab your statement faith and go, okay, if that's the case, then um, bless your situation with your diseases and uh, he will bless you because he's already healed you by those stripes that took place on his back on his way to the cross. Isaiah testify of those um, of that very incident and um, about him being beaten and so forth. The Bible tells us that uh, through 
our sin that we have caused that enough entered in and Jesus Christ handled, came and dealt with that offense. So the Bible tells us that you and I are victorious men. And I want to leave you guys with this at the to end this uh, study with so as to encourage you as to who you are in the scriptures. And this is Jesus's uh, prayer for you and me before he left this planet. Before he began to deal with the oaths um, in his access uh, to the cross and his resurrection. Let me read to you what Jesus talks about you and I. This is in John chapter 17, verses 16 through 26. They are not of this world, just as I am not of this world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is true. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them to the world. And for their sake, I sanctified myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their words. So we know it's come down to us. So he's praying for you and I. He's talking about the disciples. He's here with them. He's saying not just these guys here, but those that believe the word. So we believe the word that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that we, that the world may believe that you sent me, and the glory which you gave me, I have given them, for you and I have power, man, that they may be one, as we are one, I in them, and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me, and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that may behold my glory which you have given me. For you love me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you. And these have known you that you sent. I have declared to them your name and will declare it, and the love which love me may be in them, and I in them. That is Jesus' you and I. We are not of this world, tells us, and tells us, um, admonished by all. He says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good, and acceptable, and perfect. God. system of the world, you do not belong to it. It is not supposed to sustain you. It is supposed to sustain its citizens. You are required to be sustained by the kingdom of heaven. Children of the Israel, within when they were wandering the desert, God sustained them. He they didn't have anything to eat here in the earth. He actually gave them food from heaven so that they can be filled. When they needed water, he commanded Moses to hit the rock. But Moses was so angry because they kept murmuring, complaining, because they didn't understand. They are no longer connected to the system of Egypt. It is no longer their provider. Their provider now is Yahweh. And Yahweh provided for them water when they had no water in the desert. Broke the rock, hit the rock. Water came out, was able to fill, to push their thoughts, uh, thirst, and all of their animals that they had. Read it. And they, they, none of them were sick while they walked that entire time. Their clothing did not destroy. Their shoes did not wear out. None of it. And they complained about the food from heaven. God gave them hail. He gave them so much that they were got tired of it. Read the scriptures. It was miles and miles of birds on, on, on the surface of the planet, the earth given to them because they were complaining. God's system, he was there to show them that you no longer now rely on Egypt. They kept back 
Did you bring us out of Egypt? I did you bring me out of this out of this kingdom of this to die? So these are the murmurings of the people. God tells them that you ought to walk by faith. And because they did not walk by faith, the Bible gives the testimony of what God did to them. A trip that should have taken them days and possibly longer than weeks, forty years until the very last unbeliever, murmurer within that camp died. And the remainder were the ones that walked by faith and would listen to Joshua so that they can get promised land. They went and they fought literal giants on the earth, obtained their promise. If you read the scriptures, you will see that it took two men to bring a bunch of grapes out and had them on the shoulders, walking within the stick. A bunch of grapes so big that it took two men to bring the grapes out of the promised land. That was land of literal giants that God told them to go and destroy. That's why he said, kill everything, the animals, everything. They were all corrupt. Uh, from the seas of the Nephilim. So you and I are called not to look at the world system. We do not belong there anymore. We are belong to a different system. And be not conformed to this world and their system. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect of God. The Bible tells us, it says, that you and I have overcome the world and its system. You are of little children and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is that is in you than he that is in the world. So and I are citizens of heaven, according to Philippians 3, uh, 20. And as citizens of heaven, you and I are no longer um, part of this world system. We do not rely on anything. We rely on God to be the provider when things get out of hand. And so and I are looking at a, uh, a system by which we are blessed and by which we receive our victory, by which we receive, receive our provision, by which get any from God. You are of a little children and have overcome. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The Bible tells you and I that we are to walk faith. We are to live by faith. The scripture says just to live by faith. We walk by faith not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.